Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. This is Dennis Burns here, here in St. Joe, in my office. Kylie's in Badalia, I think. RL's in Madison. Yep, I'm here in Madison again. Again, always. Uh, coronavirus we got we got some new rules we're going to talk about that a little bit later but for now the sun's shining we're planting corn fertilizing corn i saw one fertilized rig running from corn that was planted last week what else y'all got going on yeah everyone's just chasing their tail right now trying to get as much corn in as they can in the dry areas so wish the sun would come out a little better it's been a little cloudy i think I think you get a lot more done if the sun will come out, but it looks like it's going to rain again coming up this week anyway. So yeah, yeah, I made some rounds this morning, pretty much on what I knew would be the the drier ground. Uh, everybody's planning. Talked to several of them, and you know, as we made those rounds, and some of them started planting as early as last Thursday afternoon. Uh, some just starting today, but well. Pretty much our dry ground, we're fixing to run up in a hole and have it all planted. You know, our, our loamier dirt. Mm-hmm. Well, I think and, that's, uh, we're, that's we're, We'll have that done probably within the next two to three days. Uh, and like you said, Dennis, fertilizer rigs, they're following the planter. Yeah. They're putting well, they're out a full shot of fertilizer right behind the planter again. Uh, not knowing. I don't know. It's it's kind of wild. Everybody's just going, blowing and going there which way they can. But, yeah. But it's time, and we'll, like I say, you give us till what's it's going to rain, Friday or Saturday? Well, Thursday last I heard, but that I changes. I think there's a chance every day. Oh, well, if we can get every day we get, it's a lot. They can plant a whole lot in a hurry. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, you know in, in my rounds, too, Dennis, this morning, I uh, happened to think and put my little meat thermometer in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And I was checking soil temperatures everywhere I stopped. And it was surprising, you know, we're dead on 60 degrees on huh. soil temperature. And it didn't matter if you was in a uh, lonely ground or if you was in some heavy black land. What was kind of what really surprised me, I said, okay, let me let me get here in a track where it's holding water, you know, mm-hmm. mushy. It was still 60 degrees there. I would have figured that might have been a little cooler in that water. Well, I mean, one thing about it, now, it ought to come up fast. It ought to come up fast if it just doesn't get a, a bad packing rain on it. What about Will? Where? How far? How far away is he? Uh, he's he's got a lot done. He's got two 12 row planters going, but I'm about to run out of dry ground. I think he stopped for a little while Sunday. Uh, sun came out Sunday afternoon, so he was able to plant a little bit more, and you know, just just looking and trying to find something. So, mm-hmm. but you know, there's some people around here that planted. We're able to plant a lot earlier than us, um, some of that sandy ground, but, you know, everybody's just doing what they can. All right. Well, we'll see what next week we get through. We get through this week. We'll see what, uh, what next week brings with this rain. They thought I saw two to four inches this weekend. Oh, oh Lord. I hadn't seen, I hadn't that. seen that either. Don't tell yeah. me that we need well, good news right now. Well, <laughs> the other things change. Apps change so much. I did talk to a farmer. He's looking to plant beans next next. As soon as he can get in the field next week. Uh, wow. It's um, everybody's on. Everybody's sitting on going ready to go. Ready oh, to go and get it in. Yeah. 
And speaking of that, now we'll go ahead. Uh, we got some other things to talk about, but I'll tell you what I got for an interview this week. I've got Heath Herring. He's a producer in Tensile Parish. He grows rice, cotton, corn, soybeans, wheat. And um, talked to him last week about, this is back when it was wet and wasn't doing anything, about what his outlook was for the coming spring. And let's get his thoughts, and then we'll come back and talk. And we'll talk a little bit about the coronavirus and a few other things, a few uh, pertinent things people need to know. How about that? Today we've got uh, Mr. Heath Herring. He's a tensile producer. Heath grows cotton, corn, rice, soybeans. Anything else, Heath? That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's probably enough, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a, like I say, he's here in Tensile, farms a little bit in Franklin. Do you still farm a little bit in Franklin? Yeah, I do. Yeah, Just, a little bit over in Franklin, yeah. but most of it's in Tensile. Uh, and what we got him here today is we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about the weather first. What about the... What about all this rain? Today is the uh, what? Are, I don't. Today's the twelfth of March. I think, yeah. Today's the twelfth of March, and you're two weeks past when you would have liked to have started planting corn, right? Right. I mean, you know, if the temperatures are right, you know, and the ground's ready to go at the first of March, we're we're ready. And uh, once again, you know, we're, we this rainy pattern set in, and uh, there's been a little bit of corn planted in, in some of the highland and the sandier soils, but. Uh, with this rain we just got, it's kind of shut shut a lot of that down, and uh, uh, you know we just uh, we just you know with the with the temperatures being you know favorable for us right now to plant corn, you know we really need dry weather. Otherwise, you know we don't want to you know get into late March, early mm-hmm. yeah. April planting again. Yeah, well, the, for us, the Dr. Fromming's research shows uh, I think April the sixth is kind of our. That's the day you're cut off that you start losing yield after, which you say, well, that's April. You know, we're a ways away, but it's supposed to rain, I think, tomorrow, starting tomorrow through right. the weekend and then some next week. So I, every yeah. day. The long range forecast doesn't look good. No. It doesn't. Uh, I talked to one grower, one tensile grower yesterday, and he laughed. He said, we planted 100 acres. He said, 23 more days like that and we'll be through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm a- I'm afraid that's kind of what we're into. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, and, and so what are you thinking for this year? How much you're gonna have? Mostly corn. Are you cutting back on beans or anything? What's your what's your acres gonna look like as far as normal? Well, uh, I'm I'm cutting back on my corn. I farm mostly really heavy ground. Um, I've I've never had a real consistent corn yield, and uh, after last year, you know the the real heavy black ground suffered. You know, no matter mm-hmm. what you did, yeah. and so I'm I'm really cutting back on the corn acres. Uh, I'm increasing some I'm increasing soybean acres by a good bit, uh, mostly because uh, well, not because I want to plant that many beans, but uh, I've got a good bit of flat ground that we got leveled late in the year that's not up in a row. And if I can't get in a row, I don't want to plant cotton or yeah. other crops on it. So so I'll have a lot of soybeans, which I, is a good, consistent yielder for me. Um, I'm up in my cotton acres. I'm doubling them to about 1,500, and I'm going to farm about 1,000 acres of rice. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, probably, where does that put me, maybe 55 60% beans, and then, uh, you know, a considerable amount of cotton and rice and a few yeah. corn acres. Okay. Yeah. What uh, now, your rice acres, is you're pretty much all row rice, aren't you? Yes, I try to be when I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, uh, and you've been growing row rice, I guess, since we first started here in Tensaw 
like it, probably yours, probably your third or fourth year growing row yeah, rice. Yeah, I, I think we had a producer that planted row rice uh, a year before I did, or, or, or several mm-hmm. people did, and had really good luck with it and success. And we followed followed that, and have, mm-hmm. have uh, really really like it. Yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good alternative crop for us, and it it does as as one of my other producers told me. He said, "I don't ever want to pull up pull up another levy." He said, we yeah. can, we can make, we're making yields just as good and handling it and said, I, I don't even want to look at a levy plow. Yeah. So. There's so much, you know, there's so much work you don't have to put into it. You know, you don't have to build your levees. You don't have to worry about getting your gates in before it rains. Uh, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to tear all that down in the fall mm-hmm. and get everything back right. And, and plus not having water just sitting on it all year long, especially in the, the heavy ground like we have it uh, if you if it does rain in the fall, you know you you don't track as bad. It's yeah. it's an easier harvest. It uh, it seems to uh, and from <clears throat> it seems like when when normally you would say okay it's time to pull the water. Well, with the row rice, you simply just cut the water off, and it dries up faster. Right for harvest, I mean it's more solid. Um, it's just it just seems to do better. I mean, and and you're not really losing anything. We what we've had. You know, here in the parish and the other parishes around, it, it's yield is there. It so. is. It really is. We have uh, varieties that fit row rice now. Uh, good yielding varieties, really good uh, disease packages, uh, resistant to some you know uh, diseases like blast. Uh, yeah. You know, you would have a problem with without it being in standard water and uh, yielding just as well, or maybe even better. And uh, I guess the three three out of four years, at least, I know that I've farmed row rice as, as far as water costs goes, have been fifty percent of yeah. what of normal. Oh yeah, it's it's a big savings on water. Yeah, but it. Uh, but anyway, all right. Uh, now tell us too. You are the first vice president of the Louisiana Corn and Grain Cotton and Grain, Cotton and Grain Association, Association. Mm-hmm. and y'all recently went to Washington. Yes, we go to Washington every year. Uh, we make a, a trip up there. Uh, the the president, the all the officers, and the exec Bobby Skeen, and we visit our uh, congressional and and uh, and uh, delegation, uh, the, all our senators, congressmen, or at least their aides if they're not available. And usually they they do their best to make themselves available. And uh, so we just um, you know we we visit with them. You know we talk to them about. Uh, you know, some concerns and issues we have, and uh, <clears throat> we educate them as, as far as, you know, what's going on in the state agriculture-wise and the, and the cotton and grain industry, <clears throat> if they need it, and, uh, and uh, just kind of have a, a real good conversation with them. And, and it's just really, it's really just a good experience. You know, I, I try to tell people, you know, what we do up there and what we try to do, and, you know, if, if nobody... Uh, you know, if, if there's no voice, then, you know, nothing's heard and, and mm-hmm. people really don't know what's going on. So it's, I've, I guess this was my fourth trip and it's always a, a, just a real, real good experience. And, and, uh, and there, and all of our, most of our senators and congressmen there, they're just real receptive to us and mm-hmm. helping, you know, any way they can. Um, we, uh, got to see, uh, chairman, uh, uh, he's actually the ma- majority, uh, the congressional, uh, Chicanaway. He was the, he was a chairman of the uh, House Ag Committee. Uh, he is mm-hmm. uh, he's retiring now. He's stepping down, and we got to go see him. He he's was just a, been a great champion of agriculture and uh, a big help in, in getting cotton back into 
the, yeah. the farm program. Yeah. And we just, you know, we were able to see him for a few minutes and thank him for his service and what he'd done. And uh, I guess an, another really kind of a special thing we did, we were able to do was um, visit with uh, Secretary Purdue. Mm-hmm. And um, really just a, a great guy and really down to earth and, and uh, understands uh, agriculture and, and, you know, what we're going through right now and, and what we need and um, really enlightened us on uh, President Trump and how, how much he cares for us and cares about agriculture and wants to help us and, mm-hmm. and see us get through these tough times. So, uh, but just a really great visit with him. Um, matter of fact, we, you know, usually when you, you, you get a, a few minutes with him, we didn't know if it was going to be five minutes or, or mm-hmm. 10 or 15. Yeah. Well, he sat with us 45 minutes and, you know, we just had a real good conversation and of course thanked him for everything he'd, he'd mm-hmm. done for, for agriculture. Well, that's, that's good. And, and you have to, you have to do that. I mean, you have to be involved because every, every industry is involved in, in Washington and agriculture is the same way you have, because we're, it's tough out here right now. I mean, the, the MF, MFP payments last year made a huge difference. Yeah, know? they did. They really did. And that's, that helped tremendously. I know I've had more than one producer tell me that that was a saving thing. I think everybody's in agreement there. That just, uh, you know, it, I don't think it's enough to make us whole, but it, it's keeping us going. You know, it, it, it just, uh, I don't see how we could, you know, yeah. make it without, without these payments. And, and um, uh, we, we understand what the president's doing, and we agree with him, and, and things need to be made right as far as trade between us and a lot of these countries. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're doing our best to hang in there and support him, and, and he's, he's helping us get through it. Yeah. All right. Um, one other thing I got to ask you about, and I know you just went on a major international trip with the Ag Leadership, mm-hmm. LSU Ag Leadership class. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I think it's a really good, I know it's a really good program. I was, I was in it in the second class, so I know it's a really good program. Been around a while. Tell us what you think of it. Just a great program. You know, Dennis, I, uh, I've had several uh, graduates of the class, friends of mine, over the over the years, you know, it encouraged me to apply and, and join it, and they told me how much they really enjoyed it and, and all and and so I did two years ago and uh it's just been a, a great experience it's a it's a really organized put together program um uh, there was there's twenty about there's around twenty five people in the class uh you know everybody's pretty tight knit you you meet people from different segments of agriculture some of them you know some of them farmers some of them uh um, land dealers, uh, bankers, uh, uh, aquaculture, um, just uh, just everybody related in agriculture, and you just come together. And uh, we we had several in-state seminars where we visited visited different parts of the state and and mm-hmm. uh, learned about agriculture. And we uh, had a trip to Washington D.C. and to Gettysburg, Virginia, that was really neat. And uh, we uh, did a domestic trip to California. Mm-hmm. Very, very enlightening. Um, California is just a, a beautiful state, and the, the agriculture is just amazing as far as the different crops they grow. And uh, and that's one thing that makes some people don't realize. It's one thing that makes California so beautiful in the countryside mm-hmm. is is agriculture. Um, but uh, and then we ended up uh, uh, in Japan and Thailand for our international trip, and that's how we kind of finished up the uh, the program. Our class, class sixteen. Great trip. We started in Japan, stayed a few days, uh, visited um, uh, 
ports and uh, agriculture, uh, rice growers. Um, we went, went to, to went to the embassy also in yeah. Japan and spoke to their their ag uh, their ag guy there. Really yep. enlightening. We all went to the fish market too, which is one of the world's largest fish markets or something. Yeah, if it's not the largest, it's one of them. Uh, yeah, it was just a. And they they bring in tuna every morning early that they have there, and they they have them out and they've graded them and they've had them have them prepared for the buyers. The buyers come in, they have you know twenty or thirty minutes to look at them to to pull samples if they want to, and and then the auction starts mm-hmm. just just like equipment auctions. You know they go through <laughs> different pallets of fish and you know and, and you know the the high bed wins it so I, that was really neat i saw i followed uh, i followed the pictures and the blogs as, as y'all were on your trip and i thought i thought the fish market would have was really you know would have been really interesting to see that so yeah know, it was. i know y'all saw a lot of good things but to me the fish market just like man you know that's kind of that's kind of wild but yeah uh, well good well we want to view yourself mine and we want to encourage anybody out there listening that if they want to if they want to contact me or Bobby Swallow with the LSU Ag Center and apply for the program. It's very good. It's mm-hmm. the ag leadership. So yeah. very good. Uh any other final thoughts about what do you think about this upcoming year? We're gonna make Well, I try to always be optimistic <laughs> and uh you know it, it's you know, it it's it's real challenging right now, but um, and you know, the, the weather's causing a lot of concern right now, but you know, things will change and, and, uh, we'll get the crops in the ground and we'll do everything we can do to make a good crop. Well, good. Well, we appreciate you coming on and kind of sharing a farmer's perspective of what's coming up and, uh, we'll hope to make a good crop and we'll wait on a dry day to get started. That's right. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, All right. Dennis. All right. He's always, he's got you know, a good outlook. He talked about the Washington trip they made meeting with some people up there. They met with uh, Secretary of Ag, Purdue. They got to meet with him for about 45 minutes. It was, uh, he said it was a really good trip and they were able to emphasize, you know, just what ag is, especially Louisiana ag is, you know, to the, to the country. So what we do. So it's a really good. And his outlook on the spring, you know, it's a typical farmer, you know, this, this year's going to be better, you know, it's going to be better. Hey, they are the, they they have to have they have to be the biggest optimists in the world. Yeah, they do. So, so you're married to an optimist, too, uh, Yeah. Sometimes. You might want to remind him. <laughs> yeah. Not a pessimist. I do. Huh? I do. I do. <laughs> you might want to. You might want to remind him. Okay. All right. We got uh, a few things. Everybody knows about the coronavirus, so we're not going to talk too much. But we got a few things to talk about. Um, for one thing, our offices are now closed to the public. We're still here. We're still working, but we're gonna shut. We're gonna lock the door, and if you need something, just call us, and we can make field visits, and we'll still be doing work and all that. But um, it, we're kind of all events have been canceled. Uh, Kylie, you talked to Dr. Trey Price about the wheat note field day. Mm-hmm. Y'all were talking um, this morning about the virtual fi- virtual field. Right, day. he's still on board and wants to do the virtual field day, and uh, even though you know it. The field day is canceled, and I think, you know, as of now, no groups of 10 or more. So, I mean, you can't even go out to eat at this point at a restaurant. Um, so we're, you know, looking forward to doing that virtual field day and still getting that information out regardless of the cancellation. So. All right. Well, we're uh, – and we're making some videos of some stuff. We did some burn down stuff on cover crops. We got one more to do, and then we'll have it out next week. 
the different by days, you know, we did three days after, seven days after, and we're going to do one more right when they plant next week to see what, um, you know, and then we'll have, have some more information there. Laurel, you said something about pesticide cars. Yes, we got a notice today due to all the coronavirus and the cancellation of meetings and stuff that the Department of Ag has issued an extension on all private applicator cards that have not been renewed that will expire at the end of this month. They have given them one year extension. So they got a, nobody's card will expire this year in a nutshell. Hmm. Well, oh, I don't really know anybody that didn't get, hadn't been to a meeting. So, but I'm sure well, that's, that's me. I, everyone that I know that hadn't been, when I talked to them, they said they planned to let theirs expire anyway because they were they didn't need it anymore. Yeah. You know, guys that had retired or got out of farming or something. So, uh, but hey, if for whatever reason somebody listens to us in the state of Louisiana, if your card expires March 31 and you have not attended a private applicator recertification meeting, don't worry. They've all been canceled, but don't worry. You're getting a one-year free ride but you'll have to renew it next year. The coronavirus has just got the whole nation kind of How about let's, right now. Yeah. But the whole thing is, let's just remember, keep calm, use common sense, you know. If and you wash know your hands. Sick, avoid them, you know, same as you would avoid somebody with the flu. Mm-hmm. And wash your hands, Kylie, like you said, 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Soap and water, which is better than hand sanitizer, but if you're, like me today, every time I'd meet a farmer and shake hands, they'd all, oh, uh, well, do, do we need to shake hands? I said, as far as I'm concerned, yes. He said, well, me too. And so. Well, I waved. I waved at everybody today. Everybody walked up, stuck their hand out. I just waved at him. I said, we're, gonna, we're just going to wave, you know. Yeah. We'll take, yeah. Uh, you know, Prince Charles's uh, outlook on that and just going to. You know, you <laughs> fist bump or whatever we got to do. I'm not shaking any hands right now. I got a point. Well, you, you're a little bit different there, Kylie. You got a young <laughs> child at home that you need to consider too. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, that, that's a little different. Don't take it personal. I'm just not going to shake anybody's yeah. hands. <laughs> like yesterday, you know, hey, Ashley came over, her and her husband with the twins. They're just a few weeks of your child's age. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, I just wouldn't handle them for cause of it. Right. Yeah. Well, the handling. You know, you don't know. I mean, we got uh, we got our two grand two oldest grandsons. They they closed school in Little Rock, so they're here with us. Us and the other grandparents, we're swapping off. Yeah. In the next couple of weeks, so you know. Everybody's got to do what they got to do. It's hard, but we'll get through. We will get through this. And we're still gonna farm. We're gonna feed. We're gonna feed and clothe everybody. So <laughs> it's up to us. That's it. So, and we got our demos to put in and we'll get them put in and whatever we got to do, we're going to do. Yep. Yep. All right. Y'all got anything else to say? I think that takes care of for this week. Hopefully next week. We lost Ariel. Yep. Well, I think think what he was saying was check out our Twitter page for more information and thanks for listening. All right. (laughs) Y'all later. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com or contact your local extension office.